0: Thanks for tuning in to the First Ballot Podcast. Today's episode, we make our weekend picks around Stanley Cup, NBA playoffs, and a little MLB. Thanks for listening. And now, the First Ballot Podcast. right. good morning everyone. Welcome everybody to the first Out podcast. My name is Phil Harrison, Jeff Waller. I'm um, So glad you could join us this uh, Friday morning. We're going to be making our five picks uh, for Friday night games, and then I think we're going to be back tomorrow. Or one of us is back. Yep. Tomorrow. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. So Waller, you did a solo pod yesterday. How'd you do yesterday?
1: I actually had a really good day. Uh... I ended up going three, one and one, uh, had a miracle push on what I thought was a sure thing at halftime, but the Sixers came back and, uh, sorry, one thing I've turning up the volume on my computer. Uh, the Sixers are the Sixers blew a 13 point halftime lead and then were tied with like a minute left and still ended up covering the five, uh, Side note: Before I cover the rest of my bets, did you guys watch that game? Which one? I was at a show last night. I did not get to see. Sixers Nets was one of the. Oh, I saw
0: that. I watched the first half before I left.
1: That's one of the worst basketball games I've ever seen. Uh, The Nets are an absolutely pathetic franchise. There is nothing good about them. Like virtually nothing. They are so out of their depth playing these guys and. The fact that Joel Embiid should have been kicked out of the
2: game. Harden should not have been kicked out of the game. And they're, like, trying to just talk crap
1: to Joel Embiid, and they're doubling him every time down the floor. It's like, I don't understand the logic behind getting in someone's face, shoving them to the ground. They're getting away with fouls on him every single possession. And it's like, they have to double Like Mm -hmm. the the amount of disrespect like he's so much better than your entire roster you have to double him every time and you're fouling and you're getting away with it and they're still talking crap and then he still beat you and covered the spread like what are we doing here the Nets are a fucking joke so I just wanted to side note on that one because that game pissed me off I just want to say fuck the Nets the Nets are trash the Sixers and, and James Harden being thrown out is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Absolutely insane. So I'll, I'll digress and tell you the rest of them. Um, I bet against the hometown Kraken last night, and we had an empty net for two minutes and didn't get a goal from Colorado, so that's a stinger. Um, my other ones were Kevon Looney over in rebounds. Shout out to V-Sin. That was one they broke down for me on there, and I, I tailed it. That was great. Uh, Phoenix Suns team total over 116 and a half. And then I also had a parlay on Phoenix Suns team total, Phoenix Suns first half winner money line and Phoenix Suns money line. And that was plus 174. So we were up about about
2: 50 bucks yesterday. Nope.
0: Nope. All right. Well, since you were up on the day, you want to start us off with your first pick for Friday? Yeah. So
1: I do have some weird feelings about my picks today because I am backing every favorite in the NBA tonight with the points. So I'm giving you that. But I I believe it's logical. I've, I've, I've worked really hard recently just to, like, trust my gut and not make these things complicated. I have realized that for studying my picks, I make tremendously more money just keeping the bets to one leg. Yep, betting logical picks, and I make way more money on the spreads than anything. So I have been a little bit more aggressive in doing this. But my first one is Boston minus five. Yep, kind of the same logic with where I where I bet the Sixers last night. I bet the Sixers last night had the number because. They had beaten the Nets by about 12, and then they beat Nets by, like, 30. And you were giving me five for them on the road, and it's the vastly superior team. Yeah, home court and the NBA matters. Not when you're the Brooklyn Nets. Like, granted, they only, it was a push. Like I said they covered. It was only a push. It, the playoffs is, these guys have played on the road half their season. Unless it's a truly hostile road environment, and trust me, Brooklyn, New York is a bunch of people who think they're hard. They're not. They're not. It's not the Bronx. It's not Harlem. It's like the Brooklyn Nets stadium. It's not It's not filled with tough people. It's not a hostile place to play. So that one was easy. Boston, on the other hand, Atlanta, I don't actually remember how hostile a place to play. I know the Knicks and, and Hawks traded haymakers. A couple years ago, when they played in their series, but again, the vastly superior roster is coming to town on a two-game heater, where they've beaten that
0: team by ten plus point each time. So, and, and and they've beaten them by ten in their three matchups this season. I mean, they have
1: continually beaten the crap out of the Atlanta Hawks. I don't think yeah. that ends tonight. So, and and I, I think the five's a friendly number where it's like, I mean. We saw the Sixers cover the five after being down with two minutes to go and being tied with like a minute and a half to go. Five is a very, very reachable number in a quick amount of time where it's like if, if it does, if it is close, I still think Celtics roster prevails in a short window to cover that number. So Boston minus five, not even really giving it too much thought. They're just better.
0: Yeah, well, I – uh Excuse me. I uh, I agree. Um, I had originally had that. I am not going to follow in the uh, playing one legs and not doing a bunch of parlays. Uh, I'm going to take a uh, parlay here. Boston to win and Malcolm Brogdon to score over 12 and a half. Uh, it's plus 156. He just won the six man of the year award. Um, and I would just... I would look for him to show up in the scenario and kind of prove why he got the span of the year. I like that. I think that was deserved. I kind
1: of thought it was going to be Emmanuel quickly, to be honest. But I don't have a problem with that one either.
2: Nope. Tom. Uh, first pick, I'm kind of sticking with Waller, taking the favorites in the NBA. Someone explained this to me and maybe talk me out of it, but I'm going Nuggets minus two. I don't, I don't get that one, which makes me a little concerned, but like I'm, t- I'm taking the Nuggets minus two.
0: Yeah, I, I don't get it either. Uh, they were up by, like what, 25 against Minnesota in game two, and then just stop playing basketball the third quarter, and if they don't stop playing basketball the third quarter, then that game is pull out still. Uh, so I like that pick.
1: Here's, okay, I'm going to make my second pick now, and I'll just tail it, and I'll, I'll give you what I think this is. The Nuggets are 0-3, their last three at Minnesota, and they are by pretty considerable margins. Uh This year, the Nuggets lost on February 5th by 30 points, one twenty eight ninety eight, and then on February 1st, oh, no, the last three, LL, yeah, January second, they lost by thirteen at Minnesota, and then in 2022, the game where I'm starting this streak, they lost by fifteen. They just haven't played in Minnesota very well, and so I don't know. I haven't done I haven't done the box store dig on these. Like maybe could took the night off or something. Again, I agree with you. The better team. This is my second pick now. The better team is Denver. The better rosters, Denver. The more playoff experience roster is Denver. Minnesota not a hard place to play. Maybe in the regular season it is, but again, I don't. I don't think this warrants a minus two. The Nuggets blew a massive lead and still covered the spread. Again, the Nuggets also like it's kind of what it's kind of what they've done a lot. They've let people hang around. They kill them late. So, that's where I think it is. I think it's just the road performances of late.
2: At MGM, Nuggets Nuggets to cover the spread is getting 76% of the bets, 68% of the money.
0: That makes me a little more nervous. <laughs> I won't lie with public money. Well,
1: is that all? Is that just the public? Or is that the Sharps hammering it?
2: I mean, I would imagine that's everything this moment. I don't know. One of the guys I follow on Twitter who does, like, data on the back end for MGM posts this kind of stuff every day.
0: Yeah. All right, I'll stay in that game. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Denver-Minnesota over. Um, Neither of these teams are incredibly great at uh, defensively. Um, So I basically just need each of them to score above 110, which uh, in today's NBA seems pretty reasonable. So give me the over in that game. Uh, Tom, this is your, or no, Uh, you also took, so yeah, Tom, number two to you.
2: Uh, I'm taking Atlanta Braves minus one and a half. Uh, The Astros are just not, not the Astros right now. And, uh, Hunter Brown is due for a rookie start. He's come out doing pretty well so far this year. However, I don't think he's seen a lineup like the Braves. So uh, let me go Braves minus one and a half. Okay. Waller, number three to you.
1: I was going to chime in with something, but I lost my train of thought. Um, well, I'll, I'll stick. I'll just jump around a little bit, too. I also have the over in Denver, Minnesota. Um, who wants to take a guess at what – if you used this total number, what's the over-under record of the last nine games? If it's over uh, 23.
0: I'm going to say if the number's been that high – Uh, I'm going to say it's hit seven of three times – or seven of ten times.
1: Almost on the money, it's eight of ten. Oh, okay. Eight of ten. Um, Every game this year besides that playoff game went over 223. Okay. Somebody has scored, again, in this series, the last eight games – Everyone's been over a hundred points besides the Timber besides the Nuggets at T Wolves, who scored ninety eight, but it covered because the T Wolves scored one twenty eight, and the Timberwolves in Game One dropping eighty. But there is always like the team totals on this one might be interesting to look at. Um th- There's a couple even like one sixty. There's a one sixty six total in here from this season. So that's that that a lot of points. Um Or no, that's from last season. But yeah. The Nuggets and Timberwolves played each other four times this year. Uh, Every single one of them went over 223
0: in the regular season. Love it. it. Uh, All right, my number three. uh, I'm going to transfer over to the Knicks Cavs game. Um, So, first, just from a feeling standpoint, obviously the crowd is going to be, I got a couple in this game. Crowd is going to be absolutely rocking, I think. Um, I think they're going to show up. Uh, They got the road when they need. I think. I think the Cavs played really well in Game Two, but I also felt like the Knicks kind of said, "All right, we got the one we needed to get. Let's go ahead and, and bring this back home." Knowing it was probably going to be a long series. Uh, so, with that being said, give me uh, Evan Mobley under fourteen and a half points. Um, I feel like he's a little hot and cold. Julius Randall, there's been some highlights, is just pushing him around right now, um, and it it seems. Like the the moment of oh, the place might be a little big, and this is going to be his first true road game, and to go open up in the Garden, I think is a huge spot. So, give me under fourteen and a half for Evan Mobley. Uh, Tom, number Love three, it. you uh,
2: again going with the favorite in the NHL? Uh, I'm going to Hurricanes Moneyline. line. They're up two nothing series. Both have been close games in fairness, but if I can get the better team at plus money, I'm going to take it. So give me a Hurricanes money line in New York.
1: I I also, this will be my, my fourth pick. I, I also have Hurricanes money line. Again, it's the same logic. You get the better roster at plus money, the better team clearly at plus money, it, it, I don't know. It, in some arenas, playing on the road, matters. I don't know the the playoff career records of, of reason of the Islanders. I think that place got pretty, pretty, pretty rocking a couple of years ago. But this Carolina team's actually pretty good on the road. Unlike last year, they were an absolute disaster on the road. Was it last year, Tom? They were a disaster on the road. Yeah. Last year, Carolina couldn't win a game in the playoffs on the road. This year, Carolina's like twenty four, eleven, and six on the road. So that's that's pretty good. I mean, we, we could we could run with that. That's 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 a massive improvement year over year. Um Carolina's just also Carolines a great roster. They are a really really good hockey team. So love them straight up at plus one oh five.
0: All right. Um let's see here uh my next one staying on Knicks and uh Cavs here. Uh Jalen Brunson to score over 25 points and the New York win is plus two oh nine. Little special parlay. Uh in his last five games, Jalen Brunson is averaging 26 points with 27 in the win against uh Cleveland, 28 against the loss. Uh so I like the Knicks to win, and if they win, I really like uh Brunson to pass that twenty five point mark.
2: Love it. Uh heading back to baseball, I'm going Texas Rangers minus one and a half. I think I'm just gonna actively bet against Oakland like all year. It's oh, go a good strategy. Like do you see that piece put so, up the other day? So so bad.
0: <laughs> score 20 uh, show the score or draw 20. <laughs> They're bad.
2: They are like, and I, I genuinely feel bad for the people of Oakland losing all I their teams. Not. They're effectively trotting out a triple A team right now. Like this is this is brutal. I feel bad for those people. No, no sympathy for the city of Oakland. No. There, Waller. Nope.
1: I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I just, I, I have, I have given up. I have given up faith in. I, I don't feel, I don't feel bad because I've just, it just, you, we've seen it so many times, and it's like I don't know who to blame here, whether it's the city government in Oakland stalling and making this negotiation drawn out or. Maybe maybe they acted in good faith. I don't really know. But it's just such a part of our reality now that I just don't feel bad when it happens because it happens. It's just they don't. The teams do not give a shit about the fans. They will go wherever they think they will make more money. And, like, obviously, like, I feel bad that there are, there are like, elderly Oakland A's fans who are going to watch their favorite team get ripped from them, like, obviously, my human side feels bad about that but like i just it's just so after the sonics i just stopped being i stopped being negatively affected by it because it's just like they don't give a fuck they really don't and so it's like the more and more you care about it the more and more you get hurt by it like yeah it's gonna stink not having the a's in oakland because they've been a staple for our entire life like they've always been in oakland i also am a big vegas fan going there again next month don't <laughs> care like if i go to vegas in the summer now i go catch a fucking baseball game i'm not really and then if that stadium is as cool as i think it will be and if it makes my vegas trip as fun as i think it'll be if it adds value to it i will forget about oakland pretty quick so that's kind of my answer but i do i do feel bad i don't want i don't like thinking about little kids whose first memory is going to Oakland A's and then their team just evaporates. I really don't love the process. And I'm not going on some like, oh, Oakland's a Democrat city and they slowed up the process (laughs) and, you know, they didn't get their deal done, you know, I'm not doing that. Not going crazy. I'm just saying it just, it does stink. Feel bad for those guys. I just... Try not to think about it too much because it's really a shitty practice of just getting that moving. John Oliver has a really good uh a good discussion on that on his show last week tonight from a few years ago, where he talks about state like teams like threatening the public over not getting right. public money. Right. It's actually a really yeah. good good take on it. Number five pick to you. Number five pick to me. Uh it is uh, what are I? Oh, yeah. Going back to the garden. It's the Knicks. You, come on. Those fans are constantly starved of playoff basketball. And they go on like these weird stretches like, like last year, they just, they made the playoffs, had one of the best playoff series against the Hawks. And then the next year they're just out of the playoffs. And so the Knicks are this constant roller coaster. But when they're in there and the garden's rocking, which I think it will be tonight, I think it's going to be like the Cavs are going to be shell-shocked in that first quarter because it's going to be yep. fucking loud, um, especially in a game one. Like, those people are going to bring the noise. It's not Brooklyn here. It's the garden. Like, the Knicks are going to be fired up. I think Julius Randle's going to have a massive game. I think you're right with your Evan Mobley take. Uh, you're seeing some rookies and people in the playoffs for the first time really struggle here. Keegan Murray in Sacramento is another one. Where it's like, where the fuck have you gone? Like where? Yeah. This kid came into the playoffs scoring over 10 points his last five games for actually one of them. He had nine. But then he's a complete ghost out there. So I think the guard. I think I think Evan Mobley's gonna take a couple looks around tonight. Like he's got thirty guarding him, and they've got twenty thousand screaming people in the garden, and that place—it's just not. It's not gonna be fun for the Cavs tonight. I think the Cavs can win Game Four. I don't think they're winning Game Three. Energy's too high, so I'll take yep. a minus one and a half.
0: Okay. Uh, my last one. Uh, going back to Celtics Hawks. Give me Jalen Brown to make over. Two and a half threes uh, in this win. He averages about three point three three pointers a game. Um, uh, I think that the Celtics take care of business, and I think it is on the back of Jalen Brown. So, give me Jalen Brown over two and a half threes plus one eight. Love it. Uh, last one. I'm going
2: Brewers Red Sox under eight and a half. Uh, it's Nick Pavetta versus Freddie Peralta on the mound. Love Freddie Peralta, former Mariner. Um, and I mean, Duvall broke his wrist for Boston. He was hot. He's kind of like their only hot bat, maybe Devers as well. But um, there's just a lot. There's a lot missing from the lineups. So give me the under eight and a half.
0: Okay. all right well those are all of our picks uh thank you so much everyone for joining us we'll be back tomorrow for our weekend picks uh until then uh hope everyone has a good weekend deuces later happy friday fam